into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, God. I like this song. That was a good vibe. I know, it's got a good vibe to it. I love it. <laughs> Hello, AfterBuzz TV, the Guardians of the Galaxy fans, and welcome to the Guardians of the Galaxy After Show, Season 1, <laughs> Episode 7, The Backstabbers. Fun fact, the song that's playing right now is called Backstabbers. I'm waiting for her to do that all 1972, night. 1972 <laughs> uh, by a band called the OJs. Uh, it was. It is a studio album. It's by a Philadelphia soul group called the OJs. Really? Released in August of 1972 uh, on Philadelphia International Records. Look at you with yep. all these. Dropping some knowledge, <laughs> exactly, guys. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no, the, the truth of the matter is... Uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, for the first few episodes, had a great jam associated with every episode, you yeah. know, primarily from the 1970s as the um, music is in the film version. Right. But they kind of dropped that a couple episodes hey, ago. Hey, but now we are dropping some pretty awesome music exactly, knowledge. Exactly, exactly. So. so I just Googled Backstabber's song, and that was the first thing that came <laughs> up. I was like, yes, that's 1972. Not, that's not what Perfect. I was thinking. <laughs> no, but that's, hey, guys, welcome. I know. <laughs> you would like to think I had sweet music knowledge, but alas, I do not. Oh, dang it. If you guys have not done so already, please be sure sure to head over to iTunes, subscribe to us in the iTunes store, leave us reviews. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, conversely, if you guys are listening on iTunes, you can always also head over to YouTube. For those of you that are on YouTube right now, we are following along with the live chat, and we're also following along on Twitter using that hashtag ABTVGOTG. I was like, I was going to mess that up, so I'm really glad <laughs> you didn't ask me to do that. No, you got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. I am Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife, and I am Joined by the wonderful, fabulous, beautiful, and talented Alexis Torres. What is happening? <laughs> Hi, everybody. As I blush over here, you can find me all over social media as a Torres eight nine zero, and also raving about this episode. Whoa! I know. Favorite so far. Right? Completely. So far. Completely agree with you because I think that this episode had a lot of the same things that were good yes. about the first two episodes, yes, yes, yes. which was very much keeping in line with the spirit of and tone of the film Guardians of Galaxy. However, right. this one didn't suffer from the same pacing issues. No, it was it got to the point where even I was like, oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah. And that's what I love about TV shows that can do that to me, because I'm like, oh, ripped out my heart. Yeah, How dare you, Gamora. Exactly. And, and in this episode, too, I felt like it was the first episode in a while that I've watched and I haven't gone, oh, it's already over in a bad way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a good in a good way, I felt like this episode was long. No. Like I completely the, like agree it had with you. longer scenes mm -hmm. and there were storylines that were easy to follow. And the dialogue was really like there was a lot of meat in the dialogue. Yeah, too. It exactly. Wasn't just like a bunch of random silence or just I am Groot just talking for like a little bit. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And, and the other thing that I liked was, you know, at the conclusion of this episode, how they're all like, well, first of all, they set up great parameters, which we'll, we'll talk to, we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah. For 
how the future of this series is going to go. And it also ended with Quill being like, hey, guys, if we all work together as a team, we can do anything. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Okay, (laughs) sure. But, hey, at least the sentiment was there. Hey, I was just with Rocket. I was just like, we're all (laughs) hosts. Sorry, guys. (laughs) So, yes, uh, the the basic plot of this episode, uh, it opened up with Rocket spying on the Nova Corps headquarters. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we're talking about how, you know, Ronan the Destroyer is gone, so Thanos is now without a general However, he's looking for a new one. It could mm-hmm. be any of these three people. I love how this the the Nova Corps just has a great uh I don't know, I don't really know if you call it like a TV like thing. It's just like, and now we're looking no, for no, three so, new so, things. So, like, no, it did, it did feel a little bit like, like game Nova show Corps TV. Yeah, and I was just like, uh what? <laughs> here's, your, here's your weekly update on what's going on in the far reaches of the galaxy. Yeah, like, that, yeah that's yeah. totally what I was I like. Felt it's like. kind of game showy. And I was like, all right, I yeah. do uh, a dollar? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was weird. No, it totally was. Uh, but it was convenient because we got to learn a lot about what was going on in oh, that yeah. time. Uh, that exposition was exposition. It was, but it, I <laughs> I, I thought it was a fun way no. of getting that exposition in there. It was new. I liked it. And setting up this episode rather than the characters on board the Milano just having a conversation about, like, what's going on this week. You know no, what I mean? I completely agree with you. Um, so, yeah, basically we find out, uh, obviously, you know, Ronan the Destroyer is dead, and so Thanos is looking for a new general. And the top choices are, of course, Korath, Nebula, and... Gamora? Uh, yeah, I was just like, uh, maybe they got that wrong. Yeah, so then that leads everybody to start uh, accusing Gamora Which of we, backstabbing. I'm them. sorry, if you didn't see that coming, you are blind, because yeah. I was just like, yeah, okay, so this is where the crew trouble starts. But I was not expecting the actual full plan that was happening, mm-hmm. and I did like that Quill was on, like, he was like, no, she's, this is obviously, there's something wrong with Nova Corps. like, this is not... Right. I, no, I totally agree with you. I really liked the fact that Quill was so adamant throughout the episode mm-hmm. that Gamora had not betrayed them. Exactly. Which, of course, he ultimately was right, but it was it was really nice to see him putting faith in somebody. No, I completely agree, and I also like that they toyed with your thinking of, like, maybe she is. Yeah. No, maybe she isn't. Wait, no, maybe she is? Oh, I'm so confused. No, I totally agree, because the, you know, this series, it doesn't often take you by surprise. Nope. It's been pretty predictable yeah. since day one. And that Definitely, I definitely had a moment <laughs> of being like, is she betraying? No, I literally sat there and I was just like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Now. It's hard for me to keep up, but I also liked, uh, who does keep secrets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I should have saw coming, but yeah, I yeah. found that very interesting. But I also liked that, um, Drax couldn't just keep it together with nope. the universal weapon. I was just oh, like, come on, man. buddy. You're going to shoot us out of the sky. Yeah, the comedy with uh, with Drax and the universal weapon in this episode was on pretty point. good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think Drax is slow. I mean, Drax has always kind of been my favorite character just yeah. because he just doesn't understand anything. Yeah. But at the same time, he's also... I also like that we really showed people smarts yes, in this episode. I agree. I think that Drax's you know, character quirk of not understanding sarcasm or metaphors or any sort of colloquialisms Mm -hmm. lends itself really well to this. It translates better into this series than a lot of the other characters. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I think that they're struggling more with like Gamora because they're making her not quite as 
sort of like stoic oh, and yeah, okay. you know what i mean yeah. like I, I i'm having a hard time explaining how gamora in the series is different from gamora in the film yeah because at least with gamora like i guess when i see zoe zaldana i see um i see someone who's just like this really strong character mm-hmm. who's there to kick butt but also like she has you feel her pain of dealing with the fact yes, of being that's what it is yeah. i think that's what it is is that gamora in the series lacks <clears throat> that depth even though we know that She's been through all the same yes. experiences. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of it in this episode. Too. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, this was a, a really nice episode to see yeah. some character growth from her. But I do agree with you that overall, it's like, I like that they make her a little more sort of sarcastic. Like, she gets humor a yeah, little yeah. more in the show than she and does in she the movie. And she even gives some hum- humor a yeah, lot more yeah, in the she, movie than she does in the show. Yeah, yeah. She does, she does provide a, a certain amount of humor in the show. But I... But... Again, it's that it, it's the series for the most part until this episode mm-hmm. and in the in the Space Vegas episode mm-hmm. in the scene with Drax and Gamora. Right. The series is kind of shying away yeah. from the feelings. Yeah, yeah. And it was nice to see them not do that in this episode. There you go. Okay, I was like, I don't know how to explain it, but you, you hit it right on the nose. Yeah. But I also like that they don't like be uh uh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, beat, uh, the one note character is like a dead horse right now. That's what I, I like. Yeah, that we, I, I mean, we knew that Drax doesn't understand metaphors, but it wasn't extremely repetitive in this one. We didn't have Gamora just being like, quill this and quill that, and he can't do this. Like, even though, yeah, he she said a lot of things that were wrong with Quill. Right. It was relevant to what was it, happening. I agree. It was totally relevant to what was happening. It wasn't just like, let's beat up on Quill. Yeah. And also the fact that Quill really messed up a lot in this episode one. But two, the one thing that I wanted, even though I could tell that this was going to be a Gamora heavy mm-hmm. episode, I did want more something else with Gamora. Not just like, oh, is she going to betray them? Is she not? I don't know. I would have liked something more heavy between yeah. her and Quill. Quill. But it was okay. Like, I still yeah. liked the episode. I just kind of, when I noticed that it was going to be a Gamora-heavy episode, I don't know how you felt about it, but I wanted more of a an extra connection between her and Quill. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure, because I kind of go back and forth on this, because in the movie, there was a little bit of an implied romance between them. Yeah, I think that was just Quill trying to use his, you know, like, hey, yeah. I'm charming. And right. I'm like, and I don't, up. and I'm like, and I go back and forth on whether or not I want to see that True. On the show. But I agree with you that I would like to see... Just a friendship. Just a little more with the friendship. But yeah. they, defini- they definitely danced they that did. line. They did. In this episode. And which with, I liked. With, with them having a, an open, communicative kind of friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, not only w- with all of the, the scenes with Quill and Gamora actually down uh, on the planet, the name of which I wrote down. <laughs> it was... Hold on... Sarawat. That's what there it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I was like, oh. uh, Sarawat. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, wh- where they crash landed the ship. And, mm. and then ultimately, you know, when they were both on Nebula's ship as well. Um, but also at the end of the episode, when, because, uh, you know, a big theme in this episode is, oh, Quill can't keep any secrets. And, and he can't. And he can't. And, and in the end, he's like, hey, Gamora, I can keep your secret. I'm not going to tell them that you told Nebula about the crypto cube. Right. And it was nice to have a moment where Gamora's like, you know what? Actually, your crazy honesty isn't a bad thing. And because I've been keeping secrets, it's caused a lot of trouble Trouble. and I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to be open and and honest with 
you know, the the team that I'm working with here. Exactly, which I liked. Uh, it just it was just it was such a good song and dance. This yeah, episode, and I really liked that. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was there was a good balance of of that kind of humor mm-hmm. and and also setting up some really interesting plot points. Like, there was just a lot where I was just like, I cannot leave my screen right yeah. now. I need to pay attention because if I miss something, it's going to be real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked the, the space battle they had with the... <laughs> Alien Cthulhu I was creature. Like, I was like, why is Cthulhu just hanging around in the universe? Just like, I'm angry. I'm going to absorb everything in the universe. I was yeah. just like, all right. Yeah. I also like that uh, Drax only sulks as a grown man. I know. That was great. I was like, it's like stop sulking like a baby. I am I'm sulking, sulking like, like a, a grown, grown man. man. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I totally understand. And I apologize. But no, yeah, I was I was very confused with Cthulhu just, Cthulhu just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe if I were deeper into the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. Ah! So if you're in the chat or you're using the hashtag, like, let us know if that's a that's established a thing? thing. Because ah. as because as an outsider, all I see is Cthulhu. <laughs> no, no, like, seriously, I was just like, so we're doing, like, a pirate theme where there's a ship, giant squid comes in, tries to eat them, but distracts, like, I don't know, it was weird. But yeah, I was I was, I was, was trying to figure it out because they're like, oh, guns aren't working, mm-hmm. and even the uh, the universal weapon wasn't working, right. and I was like, so how are we supposed to defeat this, what? Like, yeah. Cthulhu is not indestructible, I feel like we could figure it out. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I found it very interesting that they used these pods that Rocket obviously made, yes. and went in, and then he he was like, oh, uh, is this thing like an amoeba? And I love how, like, she had to explain what an, what amoeba, an amoeba was. A sing- what was it? A singular? A single-celled organism. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is kids. You better be paying attention. Yep. Uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, he shot the nuclear... Fr- I didn't even think about that. I thought of that as being a commentary on rocket not being very smart. But you're right. It was definitely aimed at, like, here's a chance for kids to yeah, learn what an no, amoeba that's is. That's why I was sitting there going, like, okay, kids, that was a science tip for the day. <laughs> that was your, By your, Gamora, your, your traitor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there is your science le- lesson with the Gamora, the traitor. Uh, I was just, like, really confused. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, yes. But, yeah, I found that very interesting that they were able to just kind of throw that in there. And then... um I was not expecting Gamora to just be gone when yeah, they got back out. That yeah. threw me off. I was like, wait, I didn't even notice that the ship was not there. Well, and I there. think that that was, that was a smart move on their part because that, once again, goes with the, oh, did she betray them for real? Because she just kind of left them hanging in space in yeah, the pods. Which, which I'm like, okay, yeah, that's not a, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. I also love that when they were, uh, when they discovered that she was gone and, and Rocket revealed that he had put trackers on everything. The, the raccoon stickers. I, I was just like, okay. It's <laughs> like, I love how Groot was just like, uh, so I, I was hoping that Quill was going to be like, oh, so that's that weird fungus that's growing on, uh, Groot's backside. But I'm assuming that's not what, that's not what they were referring no, to. No, I don't know. I don't but think so. it was so weird because I'm thinking, when did he have the time to stick these these stickers yeah, on I, all of the I agree. Stuff? And I also was like, those are some pretty, number one, advanced stickers. But number two, those are not very subtle trackers. No. Like, I was sitting there going, why is there a raccoon sticker yeah. on my weapon? Yeah. Like, how come, <laughs> I was going to say, how come nobody noticed these raccoon stickers? Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was sitting there going, so these stickers have been here the whole time. I don't know when he decided to do this. And also, no, nobody was just like, oh, Rocket's just making stickers. How cute. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would think I think at least Drax would be like, why are you putting this sticky substance uh, with a picture of your face on my stuff? Right. Like, yeah, no, totally. Nothing? Okay. Well, I mean, because they were very blatantly stickers. Like, <laughs> the 
yeah, their eyes glow. That was about it. Yeah, and I was just like, okay. All right, Rocket, you do think of everything. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. Uh, I also liked the, once again, you know, the, the, in the scene right after this, when they find out, you know, that Gamora has left them, and uh, and they're talking about the nature of why she did or did not. I really liked that Quill was like, no, 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 I'm sure she was kidnapped or forced to betray us against her will. And Drax was like, that is the stupidest <laughs> thing I have ever heard. And I was just like, wow. And then I love that Rocket was just like, if Drax has the smartest, like, uh, God, I can't if Drax remember. is the smartest one here, here yeah. yeah, then it must be, it must be something really important. We're in and trouble. I was just like, yeah, cause I didn't think about that. I'm like, if Drax is that stupid, I think we're, we're in a little well, bit of, yeah, of we, heat. I think we can all agree that it's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Quill. I think you, uh, messed that one up yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, but no, funny. I, I agree that I felt that the fact that he came up with these things, I was like, this seem this doesn't seem like a Gamora thing to do where she would be forced against her will to take the ship. Yeah, no, like, totally. That doesn't seem like her. I feel like she would tr- rather try to fight to get to keep them off the ship than just be like, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll peace out. Of taking here. the ship. Yeah, you're right. Bye. Yeah. Or yeah, I like, agree. I think that was, that was why it sort of threw me for a loop and I had a moment of being like, wait, she couldn't have possibly actually betrayed them. Yeah, and I would have been like, uh, okay, yeah. well, this show took a, a giant yeah. turn that yeah. escalated very quickly. Yeah. Which, of course, Crap. she, which, of course, she didn't actually, uh, cause, you know, Quill but goes. It was really close. It was, yeah. Really close. Well, and Quill goes to find her and she's arranged to rendezvous with Nebula. Okay. To- I have questions. Yeah, okay. So if she knew that she asked Nebula to be there, but she was still passed out. Uh, like, did she actually hurt herself when she crashed? No, no, no. It was no, no, no. It was all part of her plan. Okay, so that- because she showed up, because you know, we find out later that the whole time Gamora was in cahoots with Groot. I know. <laughs> That's why I thought it was so funny that Groot is the one. I mean, it makes sense why Groot was the one because no one can understand him but Rocket. But right. at the same time, I'm like, how did she do that and know that he complied? Yeah. It would just be like, know. okay, so I hope you're okay with this. You think this plan's good? I, I am, am Groot. Groot. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna assume that that means yes. I'm gonna go now. You listen to me, okay? Cool. And like, and just leave. Yeah, <laughs> it was so weird to me. But I mean, he was he was down. Yeah, he was a ride or die tree. So totally. you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it was. <laughs> and I, I just mean, can't get And he had a weird tattoo on his butt now too, basically. So <laughs> right, and I was just like, okay, well, that sticker was in an interesting place. I was just like, why, Rocket? Yep. I know that you can't reach anywhere, but a leg, <laughs> a leg would have been okay. Maybe a calf. Yeah. You know, maybe like maybe the foot. Yeah, or even if you want to climb up there, maybe while he's sleeping or something, just slap it on the shoulder. Yep. But like right nope, on the butt, right on though. the butt, right on the butt. God, that's yeah. weird to me. But yeah. anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, no, no, no. So when Gamora went down to the planet to rendezvous with Nebula, okay. she intentionally threw herself on the ground. Okay, because she was because she had left the Crypto Cube with Groot. Okay, and she Which was I trying was not... to make it seem like she had been attacked. By Korath, and he took the cube before Nebula got okay, there. Okay, that's what it was. Because yeah. I was like, why would she crash land her? What? I was like really confused, but that makes sense of how that would work. And of course, Quill just ruining everything. Yeah, I literally yeah. put Quill, the ruiner of plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what it was. And I love to, when he like caught on, when he actually rightfully caught on uh, to the fact that she was deceiving Nebula. Oh and he's like, oh, this is your plan, huh? Great plan. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys, iTunes, iTunes listeners, if you could, if you could see my face right now, <laughs> I literally sat there every time when Quill was starting to find, cause again, this is what I was saying about people being very smart in this episode. Right. I was like, Quill is smart. He has just terrible timing when right. he figures out what the plan is. Well, this is the thing is he's smart in that like in his brain he's smart and he figures stuff out but he's not very smart in that he just runs his mouth he just says exactly what he's thinking and I'm like that's fine when you're in a confined space you know right. with the rest of your crew not wandering right. around when you're supposed to be quiet in the enemy's territory exactly it's like you figured out the plan in front of the enemy maybe don't tell the enemy that you know what the plan is or the fact of just spouting it out at the top of your lungs <laughs> like I think now we can we can totally betray Nebula yeah. oh hi Nebula like yeah. no get out of here No, and it's not even like Nebula walked in she was there the she entire was, time. She was just standing there. Like, oh, okay, I hear some person just blabbing their mouth. I'm going to yeah. stand here and wait till they show up. Oh, there they are. Yeah. It was great to see Nebula I love come it. into this episode. I was so glad. As soon as she jumped off that ship, I was like, this episode's going to be mm-hmm. good. <laughs> well, and it just added an interesting dynamic, mm-hmm. I thought, to have... Well, another girl. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm always, I'm always down for um, badass... Uh, chicks yeah, yeah totally straight up just yeah. those three things mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and and the thing too is that you know you're adding this character with whom gamora has such a history mm-hmm. and so that just adds another level of depth to her yep and i liked that even though ultimately gamora was against both nebula and korath and she was trying to get them to fight each other which is a smart idea very very mm-hmm. smart mm-hmm. idea at the same time, Korath was like, no, you sisters are always beating up on me because he thought that Gamora had sided with Nebula and the two of them were teaming up against him. The one thing that I love, love, love about this episode is that <clears throat> as a person who has siblings, mm-hmm. it really showed sibling rivalry. With I mean, it's it's obviously added a little bit more edge to right, it because they're course. trying to blow each other up. Yeah, but, is that? <laughs> but I really love that they really showed how like brothers and sisters work. Like, yes. You girls are always against me like in my brain it was just seeing like a little boy playing with like his toys and like yeah. the girl's just like kicking it or something and he's like you guys are always so mean to me yeah, and I'm like no, I, oh man your childhood must have sucked yeah I really <laughs> enjoyed that sibling dynamic and great. and that that depth of understanding that Gamora has about the two of them mm-hmm. that she knows that they're gonna she can get them to fight also, each other also you can tell who's the smarter sibling uh, the three. this is true but I love but Very the true. other thing that like besides that and plus the other one of like oh, I'm gonna blow up your ship he's like not if I blow up your ship first mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's definitely brother sister fighting yep yeah, it's just like I'm gonna tell mom, not if I tell her first. Run, yeah. run, 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 run. So yeah. yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah, I really liked. That. I liked when uh, when they were on the ship and they had that revelation too that Gamora had been playing both of them. I was just like, wow. When when Korath hails Nebula's ship and is like, I'm gonna blow you up, and she's like, whatever. Also, I think Gamora was maybe playing both of us. Gamora. <laughs> Oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think, I wouldn't think Gamora, Gamora, where'd you go? <laughs> she just slinks away but into I, the shadow. That was so ridiculous. She's just like, <laughs> really? No one's gonna notice that she just like yeah. slowly backed up. I was gonna say, if you're listening on iTunes, you need to go over to YouTube just for that moment just... of Alexis pushing herself away from the table and we sit in rolling chairs. So. Oh my god. That's if someone magical. can make a gift but like make shadows, I'd be the happiest person in the world. Okay. Internet, get on it. Um, yes. But no, I thought it was really funny how there was just like really subtle hints of just like, if you could see these three as children, mm-hmm. you can just imagine who was doing what. Oh yeah. And, and them things. interacting like this their entire lives. I, I mean, that, it's crazy. that's something I thought that this episode executed extremely well, which you know, mm-hmm. you touched on a little bit, Alexis, is that 
you really felt like these three characters had a history. Just, just that childhood is all. Yep. I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I also, when when they were on, uh, <laughs> when Quill was taken captive oh my God. on Nebula's ship, and Gamora shows up to set him free, and she's like, of course he's gone. <laughs> no, that was the first thing I was like, wait, is she running to go find Quill? Is that what was happening? Because I didn't know. Yeah. And then she opens up the cell door, and she's like... Of course he's gone. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't know what I was expecting. Yep. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. I but would be in the same boat. she kicked so much butt on her way to go free him, by yeah. the way. She was tra- She was like, I'm I'm on a mission. I'm here to kick some... Uh, Quill's not here. Yep. Well, crap. And yeah. like, yeah. And then the fact that he's sitting there just like, Gamora. And I thought like he was going to actually like try to like not take her down, but... Right, fight know. her because, you know, we had maybe thought that she had betrayed them and, you know, previously she'd punched him in the stomach, which I always love a good, like, stomach punch. Oh, yeah, that to, was really good. To knock someone out. Also, Foley, guys, that, yeah. that hit, was, um, it sounded yeah. like there was some depth. Something we see in anime a lot, like characters <laughs> get punched in the stomach and, and pass out. tell them to shut up, so, yeah. yeah. I love the... It was so weird how, like... He like passed out because it was like a weird bubble. Like, it yeah, was, it was it was as if you were seeing him passing out from his but, perspective. But it was of his. It was so. Right, it was weird. very strange. I was just like, I'm so confused with the direction of this 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 clip right now. Yeah. But sure. Um, but no, I really liked that. I loved that. Um, yeah, this is again. This is where Quill's like, oh man, I'm figuring every everything out. And literally, mine's expletive. Quill, you ruined everything. When yep. obviously that he figures out what the plan is, and then yeah. Nebula's just like, hey. I'm here. I heard everything. I heard everything. You're oh, going to die now. That was a, that actually was so great when they were having that bonding moment mm-hmm. of him being like, "No, you're our friend. We trust you. I knew you didn't betray us. It's all good. I totally am onto your plan. This is great." Also, it's a good thing they don't know that the ship is crash landed on Sarah right now. I was just like, uh, uh, "Hey, Nebula, you didn't hear that, did you?" Of course not. I just blab and everything. And I was just like, please stop. Ask Gamora. <laughs> and I was just like, this is what I was doing. iTunes listeners, yep. if you could see, I'm holding digging a, a shovel. An, an invisible imaginary <laughs> shovel. And just digging a hole. That's every time when Quill talks, I feel like he's just digging a larger grave for himself. And I'm yeah. like, just jump in, buddy. Just, yeah, just, you can't. Sh- there's no there's no coming back from this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, which ultimately leads to them, you know, uh, uh, contacting the ship being like, hey, we, we gotta get out of here, guys. We need help. And they're like, cool, we're crash-landed and all the fuel gauges are completely empty, so. I love that Rocket was just like, hey, we're going through our own things, but thanks, you know, Trader, for hanging out. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, oh gosh, this yep. could end really badly. It could. But it didn't. It didn't, because uh, Drax <laughs> is uh, <laughs> he's having a time He's so with angry. That universal weapon right now. <laughs> yeah, I love how he was just like, I don't care what it does. I'm just gonna hit things with it. And I was like, okay, that's very Drax of you. Yeah. But at the same time, I love. But my my initial scare was when he took the hammer and just threw it into the fuel gauge because I was like, we don't know what this thing can actually do. I mean, we know that it can destroy things, mm-hmm. but we also yeah. don't know. You know, what if it destroyed the ship? You're going to take that yeah. risk with everybody on it? Yeah. Like, come on, buddy. But, I mean, at the he time, did. yeah. Yeah, he took, just... the, he took the risk. Well, because in the beginning of the episode, they had said something about, you know, the power struggle amongst Thanos' group creating this universal vacuum, mm. which Drax thought was an actual object, <sighs> not a turn of phrase, yeah. which it's definitely 
the ladder. So <laughs> yes. not not a weapon. It's not an object. And he was like, "Give me this." Oh, he was so angry. He was like, uh, "Water yeah. or like even with water yeah. on the bridge? Water under the bridge? Where is this bridge? Is Thanos there?" Yes, I was like, exactly. Yeah. Well, because he was going to use the power, the the vacuum of power, power vacuum to like clean up the universe. I was like, no, no, it's not. It's not that kind of vacuum. I was just like, how do you not know this? <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Drax was just really on point well, and, and I just yeah. wanted to cry. And, and what he says was when he when he hammers the, you know, the like fuel gauge, gauge I guess, or whatever. Containers, yeah. whatever they are with, uh, with the... Uh, with the universal weapon, uh, he says, I do not know if this will work as well as a power vacuum, but we shall see. <laughs> I was just like, please don't. Okay. Please don't do that. What if we die? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Well, and it works great. But a no. little too great. Yeah, and then they're just literally soaring through the air, yeah. and Gamora's just like, I don't know how to get to you. Yeah, because yeah, Gamora and, and Quill escape in the pod that she had gotten to mm-hmm. Nebula ship on them in the first place. Yep. But yeah, so they're all just kind of flying through space and they're all caught up in the crossfire between uh, oh that was crazy between uh, Nebula and Korath which Gamora successfully orchestrated however she found herself in the middle of it yeah it was very interesting how the fact that um when Korath or no when she launched mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. missiles to hit um Korath's ship and then Korath's face pops up and I'm like do you not see them? I'm really confused. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Quill made it very Quill-like to be like, oh man, I'm so glad that you did that so that they know that, you know, we work together and we made all this work. And of course, she's like, I knew it! And our favorite line of like, you girls are always plotting against yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> And then, and then all, just all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Definitely. But I love it because I would have been like, great. Mm-hmm. Now what? Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's what happened. But I love how, uh, I can't remember what happens after that. I don't remember what was like right before when Drax well, had to throw the hammer. Well, Dra- yeah, Drax threw the hammer, uh, which kind of put a stop to Nebula's ship because she ended up with the, with the universal weapon on board her. I was just like, why did you throw ship? it? Um, because that was his way of kind of deflecting the bullets and get it. Because they were they were literally caught in in the, in the crossfire of yeah. this, and uh, and you know Gamora and Quill managed to get the pod onto the Milano, mm-hmm. and you know Drax is still out there fighting with Korath and Nebula, and then he just has to go because it's just everything's gone crazy. Oh my god. And I was just like, okay. And he's just, he busts open there and he's just like, ah! And I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess, um, that that Yeah, maybe worked. throwing the weapon <laughs> wasn't the greatest of choices, but it worked. Yeah, it I did. Guess. But it again, did. it just came back to Drax just not thinking. He's just like, I'm gonna do it! And I was yeah. like, but don't do Oh, oh you know yeah. what? Yeah. And, got, and I love how he's like, I need to go back to go get it. I'm like, no. What if it's gone? Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're just gonna look around space yeah. to find it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, it ba- I mean, it basically, the the fight ends up with with uh, Korath having sort of ostensibly won because he's he has still, the map. yeah, he's got he's still intact. Yeah. Um. And uh, and Nebula's ship is pretty destroyed. But she has... It's taken some severe damage. She's taken some severe damage. I mean, she fixed herself up, though. She looked like she was still in pain, but then yeah. she found the universal weapon. She's like, oh, perfect. I can finish Ronan's work. And then I was just, and then of course, Kor- Korath has the, the, I, I would say a snapshot of the map. Of, yes, of the Crypto Cube. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, well, crap. Yep. This is gonna be rough. Yep. And, Gamora made that very, very clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That basically she's like, yeah, they know about the Crypto Cube and how 
you know, quill is needed to use it, and they kind of have a, a ex- as mm-hmm. you say, like a picture yeah, of it. Literally a screenshot, and I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, they're, uh, this now looks like it's probably gonna be the pattern. I mean, uh, we were we were trying to figure out these past few episodes who was going to be. I mean, we knew who the actual main villain was, right, but we didn't know yeah, how. We know the, Thanos is kind of the big the big baddie, if yeah, you will, the big baddie. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah. Um. But no. But I love how now we kind of have like a a path. I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and some guidelines to be like, okay, this is exactly what's going to happen now. Took a while to get there. It did. It, t- it but... did take a little while to get there. Uh, anything else you want to touch on from this episode before we uh, no. dive into some predictions? Ooh. All right, let's do some predictions. No, then. I'm, I'm really excited for that. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Um... I actually, like, I don't really have, like, a prediction prediction. It's more just... I, I, I'm very excited to see how it goes. I also want to see more of Nebula Korath fighting yeah, yeah. between the three siblings. I think it'd be really, really cool. Um, I, yeah, that, that's all I can really think yeah. of because I don't, I really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I totally, I agree with you, but I think that this is sort of a good transition out of what we were just talking about with how they're now is now it seems like we know what the formula is going to be. Which I'm Because, excited. you know, they were introducing all of these villains and they just kind of felt like one-offs and, you know, it was really disappointing how mm-hmm. stuff went down with Titus, <clears throat> even though I know that, you know, in the comics nobody was surprised because Titus is a bad guy, but they, I felt they could have played with that character no, more I'll, in this series. I would have liked to see a couple more episodes with him. Yeah, where we thought yeah. that he was, that he was super lawful good when in actual fact he was just... <laughs> Yeah, he was just a bad guy the whole time. Uh, But I think that now we've got a good a good formula in Mm -hmm. place where it's going to be the race to find the cosmic seed, and it's going to involve the crew of the Milano, obviously the Guardians themselves, of course, and Korath because he has a snapshot of the map, and Mm -hmm. also Nebula because. She's clearly on a mission yeah, to she's finish like, right. what Ronan started. And that's why I think it's going to be really, really great to see just them trying to do this giant rat race to yeah. figure out, you know, the the cosmic seed and everything like that. It's just, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, because now we have these villains who have a past with the heroes and who we already care about in some capacity and, we ha- and have a little bit more of an understanding yeah. of. Because again, you know, I think that this episode has done the best job so far of any of them of really establishing that feeling of a past connection. Exactly. Between, yeah. between Thanos' children. I completely so agree with you. Yeah. So. I'm really excited. That's like, that's the most that I can think of. There's not much to really go off of because the fact that any like we've said in past predictions that anything can go now it's just now yeah, literally we have a setup yeah i just think now we have a really nice setup to have an episodic mm-hmm. space adventure no and this is what we i've been wanting since yeah, day one exactly so I'm yeah, like, all right we're seven episodes late but it's okay exactly <laughs> it's all good it's coming back <laughs> Cree summer bringing it with nebula she was awesome i i want to see more nebula That's i do too another yeah. one that it's a want more than a prediction but i would like to see more of that yeah i agree with you and i and i was surprised by how happy i was to see korath again yeah it just and it, it again i think because the fact that they're siblings it just really brings them brings yeah, the best out in it him. does yeah it yeah. brings out a really nice character dynamic between all three of the characters. It's gonna be good. So yeah, now we've. Uh, I think we've got a, a good setup to go to uh, different planets and see 
all kinds of different things, and we'll see. Uh, I just want to see the end result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Quill's dad. Hopefully, or or at least the his people. Yeah, something. Yeah, just some sort of history about yeah. Quill, because I think he's the last character besides Drax that we need more of. Yeah, I totally so. agree. So, uh, thanks for watching, guys. So, Alexis, uh, where can people keep up with your antics on the internet Ooh, if they want to do that's that? That's a great thing. You can you can keep up with my shenanigans at a torres eight nine zero. I have not been vlogging for the past few weeks due to life and technology because they don't listen to me. <laughs> um, I'm like Drax with technology. I just don't get it. Um, but you can follow me at a torres eight nine zero. I have a vlog that's, that happens every week, and I'm going to be starting to do that again. I have my 100th vlog coming up soon, and I'm doing a Q&A, so you can use the hashtag AskATORAS890. Emma. Awesome. That's me, Emma. Emma Fife. It's my name. It's also my Twitter handle, uh, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. If you're listening, that is all Fs as in Fred, no S's as in Snake. They tend to sound the same when you say them into a microphone or over the phone. Uh, and that's my Twitter handle. That's also where you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, I tweet about all of them. So just follow me on Twitter, guys. It's a, it's a yeah, great, we're, we're here all it's a great the time. place to be. Yeah, yeah, Alexis and I are both here all the time. We also tweet about all the stuff we do here. So Twitter, it's magical. <laughs> uh, uh, be sure to check out all of these shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com. If there's a TV show that you like, we probably do an after show for probably. it. You can also uh, check out all the content on our sister networks, Black Hollywood Live, Popcorn Talk, and the Every Girl Network. Did yeah. I get that right? No, you did. You yes. got it. Nailed <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, and if you love books, Book Circle Online is also another channel oh, that we yeah. do. So yeah, that's if you right. love books, you should look it up. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for watching, guys. We will be back here again same time next week. And uh, in the meantime, remember, you can keep tweeting at us using that hashtag ABTVGOTG to uh, keep the conversation going. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.